What the fuck is up, Ty? How are you doing? Hello, Eric. Hello, Breadheads. Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh Podcast. I am doing excellent today, Eric. I am on cloud nine. I'm sipping a lager. I know you're a lager lover. Uh, mm-hmm. Eating some seven layer dip. That's so many layers. What, what what's good with you? Layers for me. Uh, pretty good. I'm on cloud twelve. Uh, but you know, I'm not sipping on any kind of lager right now. I am preserving my body, my temple, uh, so I can mm. get in a nice little 10k run tonight. Um, I gotta ask though. Uh, I think I'm Team Ukraine. I feel like I'm, I'm obligated <laughs> to say that <laughs> publicly. I haven't decided yet. I haven't seen enough information. Um, so, you know, there's two sides, so I, I don't want to, you know, reserve any judgment. But uh, mm. that's really <laughs> empathetic of you, Eric. Um, You're welcome. I, I mean, like, I think you could probably lean to the Ukraine side right now. And I also think you could probably lean into some logger before your run, Eric. Uh, I have a few like track and field friends and they love to do these like beer miles. Have you ever done a beer mile? Oh no. Uh, yeah, it sounds kind of familiar. I think you like chug a beer, run a mile and then chug another beer. Is that, is that cl- am I close? <laughs> yeah, totally. And the better you get at running, the more you just do that cycle until someone starts vomiting. Uh-huh. Cause like oh, if you could run like 20 K that's a lot of beers. That's a lot of beers. And then you, the first person to throw up, or if you throw up, you're out. You're eliminated yeah. from the race, right? You're done. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a I game of, right. like, resilience. Huh. So are you able to, like, uh, do some kind of, like, speaking of Russia, some kind of juicing in this, like, competition? Like, are you able to take, you know, your beers, <laughs> keep them outside, and, like, make them go flat first? Because mm. a flat Just, beer like, will go down much cast. easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Smart. That's a, a bit mm-hmm. fraudulent, but I think it's creative enough that I would allow it. I, I appreciate yeah, the novelty. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even like a Guinness. Like, you're not going to, like, huck up some Guinness on mile 12, you know? You're going to be, like, keeping that thing down, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. Could you, it would be kind of cool to do, like, a six-inch mile, where every, every, col- every mile you try to eat six inches of sandwich and you go until you puke. Like, do you think you could beat me in that sport? I don't think you could. Oh, 100% tie. Uh, you might be better at tennis after a few beers, but I'm better at everything else after a few inches. <laughs> <laughs> I really doubt that, Eric. I can really put things away. My secret strategy to consuming more food is I wiggle my body and then all of the food settles at the bottom of my stomach, creating a large, like, extra gap of space at the top mm. of my stomach to hold mm. more inches of footlongs. I heard a similar story at uh, the show called, like, My 400-Pound, like, Wife or something. They they said, like, oh, yeah, like, they're like, how do you keep fucking eating? And they're like, I just take, like, some breaths and I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, like, that simple, I guess. So maybe you're right, Ty. If you do a little, little wiggle, uh, the little ice spice, um, shaking my ass, you know, mm-hmm. let the sandwich settle, you might be, yeah. but um, I don't know. I think... Oh, and also you're eating like a veggie delight, which is just like, you know, not not as hard to consume compared to the supreme meats. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a strategic sandwich choice in this hypothetical event. I mean, I, I think that, Eric, I think you're right, though, that like just a deep breath could do it. It's more of a mental game than a physical game. Uh, mind over matter or heads over bread, if you will. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, heads over breads. Um, damn. Well, we're gonna have to put that to the test one day. You know, if I think if we did like a, um, you know, Twitch stream or some shit of this podcast, get the breadheads together and mm-hmm. maybe do like a live event. Winner gets like flown out to Vancouver lunch on us type of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, as long as they stick to the classic menu, I'm fine with that. I'll endorse that concept. Yeah, and you're flying Alaska Air, unfortunately, yeah. but uh, <laughs> we, put, we put you on economy class Delta. Mm-hmm, exactly. You're going to be on standby, actually. You're going to have to go to the airport eight hours early and just mm-hmm. pray that no one shows up to your flight and then you'll get on. Have you ever done that? I've never tried that, Eric. I don't think it would be a good idea. I I would get too loaded at the terminal bar on Kari Spritz's <laughs> waiting for the seven hours for my next flight. Yeah, I love a good uh, airport lounge, Ty. I have yet to go to one, but now that I am uh, a certified Amex Platinum holder, I will be visiting a lounge soon and seeing if they'll make me a footlong there. Hmm. You think an airport lounge is going to put together a foot long for you. I know they, they go to incredible lengths to uh, mm-hmm. appease their like platinum and gold star holders. They're, they're star Alliance members, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think they're going to be like dummying together a sandwich for you. I mean, one can hope I can, you know, flash the Centurion card <laughs> uh, and then pray to, you know, have some vegetables shipped in. Like we have planes coming in every every minute at an airport why why isn't you know there's got to be some leftover catering on one at least or maybe you know it's coming from italy you get some nice little roma tomatoes on there mm, fresh fresh from the mediterranean Absolutely. i i've never been in one of these like air airplane lounge uh spaces i don't i'm not a member i don't i don't collect air miles or any of that bullshit i don't believe in air miles uh the concept is so silly to me the like, fact that you gonna... like believe in crypto but not air miles is so funny because you can actually like use it. You can use air miles on more things. More places take air miles than fucking Bitcoin. <laughs> Do you realize that? <laughs> it is weird when you think about it. So is air miles the original like digital currency? Because Dude, yeah. there's no Starbucks physical air miles. Are. Yeah, between <laughs> air miles and gold stars from the bucks, those are like the probably like pioneers of digital currency, hey? That's kind of wild. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, think about it. Why, why hasn't there been a Bitcoin like earlier? Mm-hmm. We've already had fake currency. Why is Bitcoin just popping off now? Yeah, I, I don't think we need to get into it. I'm sure it has a lot <laughs> to do with the underlying technology. And I'm not really sure what the underlying technology of Air Miles is, but I can tell you that the underlying narrative is bullshit. And mm. it's just like... I don't know. Are you actually going to... Do people actually use their air miles? Dude, of course, dude. Are you kidding? Do you collect air miles? Of course. I I collect Amex points. And um, I mean, yeah, I can't call them bullshit when I'm like sitting on a free flight to Europe. (laughs) I like to pay for my flights. It feels (laughs) feels good. It feels like I earned it then. Yeah, I like to freeload. I'll be honest. But uh, I I would like to collect enough. I wanted to start saving enough so I can fly... In first class for free. I think that would be mm. an amazing upgrade. You know, a big, big flex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess that's a good use if you can use it too. Like, get a little closer to the front of the plane. <laughs> I would do anything to get closer to the front of the plane. 
much like the front of the line at subway dude if if there's like a subway preferred card where i could skip mm-hmm. the line at subway you, you bet your ass i would be collecting points on that thing yeah dude i would i would go for that air inches <laughs> inch miles close <laughs> yeah one inch closer to the sneeze guard wow dude both time they uh start taking that thing down hey when are we gonna stop <laughs> um pandering to the covid uh sympathizers <laughs> mm. i guess the sneeze guard has always been a permanent fixture of a subway establishment pre-covid the sneeze guard existed post-covid will the pendulum swing so hard that they remove all barriers hell yeah dude we're gonna hell pardon yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna pardon sneeze guard uh manufacturers mm-hmm. and let them know that we no longer need their service yeah, while well, they're at it, let's take the windshield out of my car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I want to feel, feel alive. That. I want to feel a breeze in my face. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mouth full of bugs when when you uh, drive, you know, back home. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of ditching the sneeze guard completely, Eric. I think the pros of being able to take a more, like, realistic gander of the vegetables, like, I'm garden side, I'm maybe getting my hands in there and grabbing something for a taste test. I think that outweighs the con of like the old man next to me sneezing all over the tomatoes. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And when you ask for a free cucumber sample of the latest sauce, Mm -hmm. you don't need to like reach over the sneeze guard. You can just dip it in yourself. Like much like that seven layer dip uh, you have waiting for you. Oh dude, I'm loving seven layer dip right now. I actually think Subway could make seven layer dip an offering on their menu. Because they have so many ingredients that are already in the traditional dip, like the the sedimentary layers of the dip. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so wait, can you just, you know, seven layer dip, maybe not as familiar to everybody. What is What are the seven layers? Ooh, good question. So it probably varies dip brand to dip brand. But I say like, typically you have like a mushed up refried bean. You have salsa sour cream guacamole some cheese some olives and like a jalapeno maybe Ooh, how does that sound dude that sounds fucking delicious you know back in my deli days ty i i would craft a seven layer dip <laughs> <laughs> you just take a few scoops from the buckets around the deli yeah exactly there's there's buckets um and there's like a tube of guac you just like cut the corner off and then you just like squeeze it into a, into a little plastic container. Um, it took a lot of finesse to like layer the dips in a way that they wouldn't like mush together. And you would have to like optimize for like the cross section to be visible on the outside, you know, cause you, you want to see the layers. You can't just be like, I'll take your word for it. No, I got to see which of the layers are. <laughs> <laughs> All neurotic customers need evidence that there is truly seven layers to this dip. Otherwise they want their money back. Absolutely. Uh, it came in two sizes, Ty, a large and a small. Small was wow. more of a personal size, but a large would be something you'd bring to a uh, influencer activation, like kind of like the Ramoa Porsche party. Right, right. I always roll up <laughs> to my influencer activations with a potluck style dip. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's such a party starter. Are you kidding? Like, you know, you, know, you know how boring that place probably is before you roll up with like the kipasa chips in one hand and then a seven layer dip in the other like 
Oh, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I got the veggie tray and the hummus. The Insta Hotties love the hummus. Insta Hotties love a good hummus or an artichoke dip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay, mm-hmm. so here's what I want to do. I want to go up to Subway. I want to say, like, I want the salad. And they're going to be like, ooh, feeling risky today. And then I'm going to say, and no lettuce. And they're going to be like, what? Oh, and then shit. what I'm going to do is going to be like, can I get a few big-ass dollops of tuna in that bowl? And then I'm going to okay. say, can you layer on some tomato slices? Then gloop some guacamole in there. Then squirt, squirt, mayonnaise, big, thick layer. Oh, man. Uh, sprinkle a little shredded cheese, black olives, jalapenos, bing, bang, boom. I just made a seven-layer dip at Subway. Wow, dude. Salad or dip, you decide. <laughs> if you, Yeah, it really, all that makes it a salad is that it's in a bowl and you eat it with a fork. Absolutely correct about that. Um, I think you should dice the tomatoes if possible. You know, it might mm. be a special request. Do you think you can, like, customize the format of your vegetables at Subway? Like, can I tell them, like, I want diced tomatoes in there. You know, I want a little salsa. A little salsa. Yeah. 1,000%. When I got that rice bowl on that one fateful night at Subway with you, they actually tried cutting up the tomatoes for me. <laughs> it's weird because they use the serrated bread knife to do it, which is yeah. a little bit janky, but oh yeah, absolutely. What an unlock, hey? Mm. Dude, and <laughs> why don't you... Okay, the, the little tiny bread knife is neither here nor there because one, it's serrated, but it's so small that it can't. you can't even like cut the sandwich in half. Like, why do they use, like, the smallest sandwich to do that? Or the smallest knife <laughs> to do that, I mean. Like, it, it doesn't even work. Do you think they do yeah. that just so the sandwich looks bigger? <laughs> wow, it's an optical illusion. Yeah. It's kind of like when, when a girl has small hands, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's a good boost for the ego. <laughs> wow, it's quite literally that. I would go as far as to suggest that Subway's, <laughs> like, making preferential hiring decisions based on the physical size of the sandwich artist and the sandwich artist's hands. Because a sm- an artist with smaller hands, it's going to make that foot long look ginormous. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going to look like it's 14 inches. Damn. I would be... I, yo, I bet you somebody's doing this right now. They probably, like, have, like, a part of the interview process is you put your hand next to a foot long and they, like, take some measurements. <laughs> and I bet you they only offer one size of glove, extra small. Wow. You're probably right about that. Or even extra large. Make it look even smaller. That's so smart, Eric. <laughs> so, like, even... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blown away right now at the idea of this. Like, if they're not doing this strategy, they probably should be. I'm totally mm. an equal opportunity employer. But I feel like in some business cases, it just makes more fiscal sense to uh, hire from a select few. Mm-hmm, exactly when i'm when i'm at subway i want my you know artists to have small hands when i go to cactus club i want my waitress to be a bottle thought um mm-hmm. it's all just like you know part of the job it's like the un, unspoken part of the job description mm-hmm. yeah you, it's all about being brand propelling i guess whatever the brand may be exactly hooters has gone downhill Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I feel like Hooters didn't double down on their like off Whoa. like people offering double they down. Didn't, they didn't double D on their people. <laughs> double offering. D for short, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel wow. like they like because they wear too hard out the gate. I think like all brands need to like 
ease into that concept and then ramp up discreetly. But they like, they put like boobs in the logo, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, boobs, owl eyeballs, you decide, but <laughs> they, they should just replace with the OVO owl. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Drake should open its own, his own Hooters. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. isn't there like a, like a Toronto version with the OVO owl for the eyes? You know what I mean? And then, like, all the girls are, like, Habibis. That's a pretty cool idea, Eric. Uh, Drake, if you're listening, you can have this one for free. You can call it Tudors or something to get around copyright infringement. Mm-hmm, exactly. Tings, tings are a guan. <laughs> I think the Hooters logo rendered in that OVO gold color would actually look kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Dude, wow. Wow, I'm going to mock this up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. Um, isn't Drake opening up like a club or something or a venue? He he posted about this like a year ago and or maybe two years ago and then COVID happened and it might have shut down the entire operation. But I'm pretty sure he opened like a venue for artists to perform at. Um, I'm not a, sure if a... that industry needed to be disrupted, but it, it's he's working on that. Yeah, leave it to Drake to change the game, right? The, the live event industry. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I don't know what happened to that tie, but that would be like a prime place to experiment with this kind of concept. Okay, I, I think that's interesting. I wonder if like in Toronto there's Hotel Drake, and I don't know if there's any association with Musician Drake. Do you know? I don't know. Um, there's also a Drake Street here in Vancouver. Um, don't know if that has any associ- association with our prime minister, um, but it could be. Okay, I just Googled it. It doesn't sound like Drake owns the Drake Hotel. <laughs> it's probably on their FAQ page. <laughs> <laughs> you just license out the name. That's pretty yeah. cool, too. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, what else we got for today, Ty? Any, any news, any subway news? What's going on in the world of subway? I haven't heard anything new. I, I did want to reflect on like a very consistent news story that I've seen, Eric, which is Mm -hmm. kind of a byproduct of our earlier conversation. And that's that subway knives, those dinky little knives as Mm -hmm. as like a repercussion of them reducing the knife size to enhance the footlong physique. (laughs) Um, Knives keep ending up in footlongs. Like people are constantly posting to Twitter. They bring home their sandwich or they open it up in the restaurant. And one of those six inch knives just made it, it just climbed in there like a little worm. Wow. Between the bread. What a great going away gift or like take home gift. That's actually Mm -hmm. amazing. You get to have, a subway, an official subway branded, you know, piece of equipment in your home kitchen. Yeah, I think it's sweet too. It's like getting a toy and a Happy Meal. But everybody <laughs> that complains about it on Twitter is freaking out, like, like they were just assaulted. Like, yeah, subway so did it in like, a terrible injustice. They got a free cutlery out of it. Like, yeah, people are retarded. Like, they're gonna fucking you're gonna swallow a whole knife. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. you'll be one bite into that and you'll know it's a knife and i hope for your sake it's handled first but oh, even if it is it you'll point. probably be fine that shit's dull like i've seen them try to cut a sandwich for that they're not going to cut your mouth with that yeah you're right 
whenever they try to cut a sandwich with that thing, both ends of the sandwich come up like a V. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just looks like you're strangling the sandwich to death. Damn, yeah, like they'd have better luck grabbing the sandwich from the middle with two hands and tearing apart like they're trying to rip a phone book. Like that would probably wow. get a cleaner, faster cut than uh, the, and the knife. And it'd also be more entertaining to watch. Absolutely right, Ty. Um, wow. Well, I'm feeling pretty inspired after that conversation um, and hungry. <laughs> Uh, I haven't had lunch today. Have you had lunch today, Ty? Other than the seven-layer dip I've been dabbling in, I haven't eaten anything. Oh, dude, you've just been dabbling in some dip. Uh, yeah, I'm here for it, though. I, I feel like seven-layer dip is so dense, Eric, that it could it is a meal. Like, people it say it, it's fronting as an appy, but that shit's a meal. It's so thick. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what's a meal, Ty? I ordered, <laughs> I ordered some delivery last night. I ordered some Greek food, okay, from the old Stefos okay. Greek Taverna here mm. in Vancouver. Have you been there? You've been there. I've walked by it. Oh yeah, buddy. Um, this place. So they their portions are so fucking huge, bro. I had uh, you know, the go to like I, I get this every time the Spanakopita. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like the phyllo, phyllo pastry with cheese and spinach. It's just absolutely divine. Um, some calamari, obviously. And then I had mm-hmm. this, like, lamb dinner. Mm-hmm. And this thing was, like, like a whole fucking animal, bro. It was so big. And I had, like, so much rice and potatoes. I could have just split that with Bay, And we would have been full. But instead, Bay and I split just one entree and two appies. And we were, like, mm-hmm. we were so stuffed. We, like couldn't even finish we left like half of it Um, what do you think about that well this is my the (laughs) weirdest thing about greek food is that they're like their their meats are always so meaty like they'll just be like you want lamb we're just gonna give you like a whole rack of it a whole shank of lamb you know and they don't do too much to it they keep it pretty simple like mm-hmm. other call it, other like cuisines, they kind of work the meat, the protein into the dish in kind of more creative ways. But not in Greece. Greece, they just like plunk. Here's the meat. Yeah. Would you like some lamb? Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Schmack. Dude, you gotta respect it though. I love it. And honestly, I'm just gonna order one thing for both of us next time because uh, it was that big. But I can see why like Greek people are just like fucking huge. You know what mm. I mean? Like strong. And like fucking, like scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, <laughs> they're roided they off that, like that lamb protein. Yeah, absolutely, um, but yeah, it makes me um, honestly. I'm craving it again tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Uber Eats hit me with that discount code immediately after I per- I purchase. Mm, that's <laughs> to <good>. get you. <laughs> yeah, that's how they retain you. Exactly. Eric <clears throat> is an Uber Eats loyalist. Hmm. I would never sign up for their loyalty system, though. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in their little chess game. Yeah, I know that. Like, honestly, Uber Eats is trying to foster this, like, reliance or, like, almost like an addictive relationship with their program. They know that yeah. if they can hook you, they'll have a customer every single day for dinner. And mm. it's a bit psychopathic, the way they're approaching it. And I feel like they're using, like, the same tactics that, like, a casino would use to get you to hook hooked on gambling. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know if I, it, it's a little bit dark. You know, a little shady. What, what they're is. doing. 
any of these, uh, you know, programs or like, you know, loyalty things that like encourage like just bad behavior. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be ordering on Uber Eats. Like, I'm only doing it because I'm in a pinch. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, I don't know, cooking and cleaning tonight because I just don't have time. Like, it's late. I got back from tennis, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just want to order something. But I don't want to, like, make a habit out of this or even worse, invest into this membership where the more I use it, the more I, you know, am rewarded. Mm-hmm. And so that's just a bad cycle to be in. It is. It's uh, like, you're, you. it's okay if you're like having a weak moment or you're having a bad night and you're just like, I'm just going to make some Uber Eats happen. But mm-hmm. they're preying on like the weak minded and the weak stomached every single day and trying to get those people turned into Uber Eats zombies. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Well, like, I ain't no zombie over here. No, I'm not sucking from big Uber's teeth because I don't need that juice. <laughs> exactly. Um, who's the Uber CEO? Do you know? It was that uh, Trevor dude that got oust, but I don't know if he's still there. (laughs) Uber CEO. He was cool. I thought he was a great CEO. Like, because he was controversial, but not in, like, uh, like, uh, wanting the spotlight kind of way. Like, not an Elon type that, like, is narcissistic. More, like, uh, controversial because he was, like, trying to get away with things. (laughs) And I think that's Mm -hmm. way funnier. Like, a way more sly. Mm Mm-hmm. More sly, more funny for sure. Um, more problematic for sure. Um, you know, just like this podcast, like funny and problematic. But uh, let's let's leave it at that note because you know you and I, to to goat, we're not lamb, dude. We're goat. <laughs> uh, well, let's try to get Travis Kalanick, Kalanick, <laughs> Kalanick on the pod. Um, a fellow goat. Mm-hmm. You'll never catch me riding a lift, bro. <laughs> Dude, Uber block every time. Damn. Damn. Well, it's good talking to you, Ty. Thank you, Bradheads, for listening. Sign the petition. And that'll be there, G. Ciao.